Smith and Tom War is to be knighted. The 100-year-old raised more than £333 million for health service charities by walking laps of his Bedfordshire garden. The number of people claiming unemployment benefit has risen to more than 2 million, a figure last seen in the mid-90s. More than 850,000 people applied for universal credit in April as the coronavirus lockdown took hold. Kerry Homer managed two Kath Kidston stores but was made redundant when the retailer went into administration. It's probably been the worst time of my life, to be honest. It's, uh, I've never not had a job. I've worked full-time for years, 30 years. Um, it's kind of felt a little bit like a dream, like a nightmare a little bit. But, um, yeah, it's been tough. Meanwhile, the government set up a website to recruit workers to help harvest fruit and crops this summer. Environment Secretary George Eustace says coronavirus has had a big impact on the number of seasonal workers coming from overseas. We estimate that probably only about a third of the people that would normally come are already here and small numbers may continue to travel. But one thing is clear and that is that this year we will need to rely on British workers to help bring that harvest home. The Pick for Britain website crashed within minutes of that announcement. A further 545 people have died in the UK after testing positive for COVID-19. That brings the total number of fatalities to 35,341. As Premier League footballers return to training today, six people from three clubs have tested positive for coronavirus. Nearly 750 players and staff were screened in total. A second round of tests is planned later in the week. And the government's considering an extra bank holiday this year to help the tourism industry recover from coronavirus. But before you get carried away, Downing Street's warn the proposed day off could come with a cost. That's the latest. I'm Daisy Seal. Need somebody.
I'll be turning the feeling off Guess I'm everything that I thought I was not Tell me, tell me I, I, I Oh mama, hola, hola, hola Don't know what this is What do I do now, do now, do now Do it So soft Nah, nah, nah And now I know myself I know my spots Nah, nah, nah I didn't know that I could have these thoughts Yeah, yeah Somebody pass me the water Cause I'm burning Take a lot Cause I'm a little bit Turning into a lot There's no way I'll be turning the feeling off Guess I'm everything that I thought I was not Many in our community are facing situations that are completely unexpected and out of their control. Your local Citizens Advice Bureau in Gincarden and Mayors is here to help. You may not have had to use our services before, but we are here for everyone in our community. We can offer you a phone appointment and can give you advice on the following. Employment issues, benefits and the new government support schemes, housing, money issues including debts and consumer issues. Call us on our new free phone number 0800 028 1032 0800 028 1032 or visit camcab.org.uk. To get from A to B stress-free, then Denota Taxis can help you do that. With cars available to carry six people, they have special rates to Aberdeen and the airport. They are local cars for the local community. Call them on 01569 760 539 or mobile 0754 755 0601. Go on, give them a call. You know it makes sense. Donota Taxis, here for you. 
Patrice McPherson on Mayor's FM every Saturday morning between 10 and 12 with Colin Lawson Transport. Good music and good humor makes a great, great morning. Faz he. Your voice, your music, your radio. Mearns FM.
Radio News Hub, I'm John Francis. The government's under fire as the care home crisis deepens. The testing approach is also criticised by other MPs. There's an economic warning from the Chancellor, and Donald Trump is taking a drug to try and avoid getting COVID-19. Good evening. The government's facing criticism over its handling of the coronavirus crisis in care homes. The number of care home deaths in the UK is now higher than 10,000, with the overall death toll in Britain topping 35,000. And the head of the body in charge of care homes in England, Professor Martin Green, says the government was too slow to react to try and stop the spread of the virus. We should have been focusing on care homes from the start of this pandemic. What we saw at the start was a focus on the NHS, and that meant that care homes often had uh, their medical support from the NHS withdrawn. We also had the disruption of our supply chains on PPE. So what we did was, we well, also we didn't, and another thing which I thought was, was really interesting about the statistics, what we didn't see was anybody who might have required a hospital uh, intervention going to hospital, and that wasn't only about COVID, that was about other conditions as well. But I think that's why uh, we, we see from Adelina's figures that they might be much higher in terms of the numbers of people who might have had things that weren't COVID related that would have normally had a hospital intervention, and that didn't happen. We also saw people being discharged from hospital, and we hadn't got the testing regime up and running. So despite what has been said, there were cases, I think, of people who either didn't have a COVID-19 status or were symptomatic who were discharged into care homes. Now, given that the care homes are full of people with underlying health conditions, I think we should have looked at focusing on where the people at most risk were, rather than thinking about particular organisations when we were prioritising where we we put our energies. Health Secretary Matt Hancock disagrees and has defended the government's approach. 
What's important is that infection control procedures are in place in that care home and those infection control procedures have, were put in place at the start of this crisis and have been strengthened as we've learned more and more about the virus all the way along. Well, a group of MPs also say the government's ability to test people for coronavirus has been inadequate throughout the pandemic. The Science and Technology Committee says capacity was not increased early enough. Some private clinics and labs are now providing their own home testing kits. Dr Grant Charlesworth-Jones from Summerfield Healthcare says Britain should have learned from another European nation. It should have been testing uh, like Germany has been testing, and Germany's got a very low a death rate from coronavirus, and, there, and it's no accident there's a, there's a very vivid link there. And it should have been testing weeks earlier. And I think there's been this expectation that the government's going to provide tests, but there hasn't been a delivery or it's been patchy or it's been stop-start. And ultimately, there has been this dawning realisation by individuals and particularly uh, we're working with uh, employers and industry leaders, uh, working very closely with people like the Road Haulage Association, for example, who realise that this is a problem that we you know, and, uh, have to solve for ourselves and whilst the government does offer tests, sometimes it offers tests to people who have already who are already ill. Well, the whole point of testing is to to is to enable people who've got the virus to stop them spreading it and making other people who may be vulnerable uh, ill with coronavirus. Let's round up some of the other headlines from today. And Chancellor Rishi Sunak says the UK economy may not bounce back straight away from the crisis caused by the coronavirus pandemic. He says it's likely to see a huge downturn and we're likely to face a severe recession, the likes of which we've never seen. Elsewhere in the UK today, there's a push from the Scottish Government to get people back into work. £33 million is being made available. Nicola Sturgeon's announcement comes after the unemployment rates increased to 4.1%, which is above the UK average. This initial funding, uh, most of which will be allocated to Fair Start Scotland, which is our devolved employability service, will have a particular focus on helping those most adversely affected in times of economic downturn, which are young people, disabled people and lone parents. Welsh Health Minister Vaughan Geffen says the government's looking at a slight change to their lockdown rules. He claims they're looking at allowing people to meet loved ones outdoors who are not in the same household with social distancing rules in place. But he says nothing's guaranteed. This is the developing evidence that we're receiving and obviously we're reviewing our rules on lockdown every three weeks as we're required to by the law that's been introduced. And so we'll need to think about what that then means, not just about being outside, but who you're outside with and the level of contact you have. Next tonight, it seems that the government needs our help. Environment Secretary George Eustace has used a daily briefing to ask for assistance from Brits in picking fruit and vegetables ahead of the summer. It's with migrant numbers from abroad well down because of the pandemic. Every year, large numbers of people come from countries such as Romania and Bulgaria to take part in the harvest, harvesting crops such as strawberries and salads and vegetables. We estimate that probably only about a third of the people that would normally come are already here and small numbers may continue to travel. But one thing is clear and that is that this year we will need to rely on British workers to lend a hand to help bring that harvest home. Over the last couple of months we have been working with industry on a plan to support and help people taking second jobs, particularly those who are furloughed, and we have launched a new Pick for Britain website uh, that enables people to go online 
check what job uh, issues there are, what job availability there is, and to marry up job opportunities from growers and employers uh, with those people seeking uh, a second job, particularly those that are furloughed. And we believe that those who are furloughed may be getting to the point that uh, uh, they want to lend a hand and play their part. Uh, they may be wanting to get out and they may be wanting to supplement their income with an additional job. And if, those, uh, if they do feel that way, I would urge them uh, to visit that website and to look at the opportunities that are there. Still to come, we've the latest on Project Restart as footballers return to training. And with concerns about mental health, how virtual yoga classes can help. Back in a moment. It's time for some truth. Time to settle once and for all that nagging doubt about whether you've been missold. If you've lost money on a stocks and shares ISA or investment bond sold by a bank as a claims management company, Goodwin Barrett could get to the truth and deliver you compensation. You could do all this yourself and refer to the financial ombudsman for free, but there are so many other things you may want to do with your time. So text LOST to 78900. That's LOST to 78900. Goodwin Barrett. Time for some truth. Time now for the latest COVID-19 headlines from around the world, and it's hard to keep Donald Trump out of the news. The US president has told reporters he himself is taking an anti-malaria drug to prevent him from catching COVID-19. That's despite medical experts saying it's unproven as an effective treatment and can cause heart problems. A lot of good things have come out about the hydroxy. A lot of good things have come out. And you'd be surprised at how many people are taking it, especially the frontline workers, before you catch it. The frontline workers, many, many are taking it. I happen to be taking it. I happen to be taking it. Hydroxychloroquine? I'm taking it. Hydroxychloroquine. Right now, yeah. A couple of weeks ago, I started taking it. Because I think it's good. I've heard a lot of good stories. Yeah, White House doctor. I didn't recommend. No, I asked him, what do you think? He said, well, if you'd like it. I said, yeah, I'd like it. I'd like to take it. A lot of people are taking it. A lot of frontline workers are taking hydroxychloroquine. To the latest on Project Restart to try and get Premier League football being played again. After an agreement between the clubs yesterday, players are now returning to the training ground, but strict guidelines have been put in place. However, it remains unclear when matches can be played again. The Brighton manager, Graham Potter, is willing to be patient. I think the fact that this is such a new experience for everybody, we're in uncharted territory, so to speak, so um, there's a lot of... Uh, trial and error that has to happen and you have to give people that time to make those decisions those processes um but that's so that's where we're at in terms of the process that's the meeting there was a general move towards you know to i think everybody's in the same position wanting to play wanting to get going want to have football um but at the same time acknowledging the the, the circumstances that we're in some some bits of 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 clarity needed in terms of how the next stage looks now, it's claimed yoga techniques can help people who may be suffering mental health issues. There are worries many people aren't seeking help during the lockdown during what is Mental Health Awareness Week. Emily Cole from Urban Zen Yoga Studio in Swansea organised a festival at the weekend which consisted of yoga and mindfulness events for women's aid. She hopes those who take up yoga during the lockdown keep it up when measures are eased. What I'm finding is people that have perhaps had some experience of yoga before, no matter how deep that experience has been, whether they were beginners or people that have been practising for years, have deepened their experience of yoga so somebody that might have gone to a class sporadically or somebody that used to go twice a week have really upped to 
some of them are daily or even twice a day, which is amazing. I would love to think that people will keep it going after lockdown. A reminder of tonight's top stories. The government's under fire as the care home crisis deepens. The testing approach is also criticised by other MPs and as an economic warning from the Chancellor. That's the latest. Your voice, your music, your radio. Moans FM. Have you ever thought about working in radio? Well, here at Moans FM, we've got some exciting opportunities available. We're now looking for new presenters, fundraising staff, or anything that you feel that you could offer your local station. Get in touch to our website if you think you have a few hours that you could spare us. It's www.mernsfm.org.uk and click on Get Involved. And don't forget, full training is provided by our friendly team here at Merns FM. In these difficult times, many businesses are very much open for business and still need to communicate with their customers. Radio can help. With the radio, it's business as usual, even when it's not business as usual. Get your message across to your customers in the Merns by calling 01569 766 406 or emailing sales at mernsfm.org.uk. Radio advertising. It works. And coming soon to Port Lethen on 105.1 FM and on DAB Digital Radio across the northeast of Scotland. You can keep up to date with Merns FM via social media. Follow us on Facebook, Merns FM, Twitter, at Merns FM, and Instagram, Merns FM. Follow us across all platforms now for show and station news and community updates. The best music and chat, 24 hours a day. My girl's mad at me We 
Your voice, your music, your radio. Moans FM. I came in like 
high up in the sky and now you're not coming down 